I've I've been taking Flonase. Well, a Flonase knockoff. I got it from a guy. Um, <laughs> okay. And it's been it it's been mm. it's been better than it's been better than the uh, it's been ones that I've been doing. I've been doing basically a trial mm-hmm. for all of the allergy medicines. Okay. So I'll take a whole box of all of them all mm. at once. Okay. Yeah. Smart. And see how they affect me. And I can tell you this, Claritin, this is all um, over the counter. Mm-hmm. Claritin's the worst. Okay. Doesn't doesn't do anything. Name brand Claritin? Well, I mean, it's the same shit. I just thought you were doing like a generic versus a... Oh, no, 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 no. I'm doing, I'm doing uh, Claritin, uh, Allegra, mm-hmm. Zyrtec. Okay. Um, and now I'm on Flonase. Gotcha. Because they all have different active ingredients. Yeah. So... Yeah, started with Claritin. Just a quick review of all of the allergy medicines. Mm-hmm. For somebody who is afflicted with allergies in a way, m- mine don't manifest the way other, other people's do. Mm-hmm. I've, I've realized this because everyone's always, you know, when, when you take like Claritin or something or um, Allegra or whatever, it's for like itchy eyes and like a scratchy throat and mm-hmm. like stuff, you know, pollen gets in your face and you, you start sneezing, you get all fucked up and shit. Yep. I don't get any of that. Mm-hmm. I get just sinus congestion mm-hmm. and pressure that's it yeah. that it's lit- it's exclusive to that so i was trying to find something that would help with that but i was going through all of them because my doctor told me once try just find one we'll yeah. see see if any of them work and if they don't we'll try something else oh, and from what i've heard too you have to take them for a little while for it to yeah, even kick in i did i took them all for at least two to three weeks yeah depending on how like whatever dose i got how many i got in, mm-hmm. in the box or whatever and uh, yeah, nothing has worked like Flonase has. The reason I haven't done it before was because I'm an idiot. Mm. And so I, I read the label, and there's like a there's a warning that says, um, "Stop taking if symptoms don't improve within seven days." Okay. And so my brain said, "Oh, it's only a dose for seven days." Mm-hmm. Then, then you have to stop taking it because I've seen places where they're like, you don't <laughs> want to take too much nasal spray because then it causes more congestion right. if okay, you have a I reaction to it. Right, yeah, so that's what yeah. I was in my brain. Stop I was like, taking after seven days. Yes, that's what I told myself. And then, and then I randomly googled it the other day, and it was like, no, idiot. That's what it said on the website. Right. Hey, stupid. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's if it doesn't help at all, then there's obviously something else going on. Right. Um, but you can take it forever. Yeah. Not uh, forever, most medications but. say that. It's like if, if it's not doing what's supposed to be doing for you, go see a doctor. Yeah. There's probably a bigger issue. Yeah. It's just with allergy, like you don't, you can't take, like, you can't just take DayQuil, for instance, every day. Right. Because you feel, you're not feeling up to snuff, mm-hmm. you know? Or Sudafed. Sudafed works the best and yeah. for me, but I can't take it every day. Yeah. You know, I take it for its recommended dose, and then that's it. Yeah. There has to be an underlying cause. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's that for that. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm hoping that I can get back in the studio because the reason, one of the reasons, other than being like completely uninspired, right? One of the other reasons was I've been congested so much that like I can't record anything. It sounds awful. Yeah, I, so- I sound like common with a cold. <laughs> So I couldn't do that. And I just want to be. <laughs> you sound like, no, I can't. I'm not going to make that joke. Um, <laughs> okay. So. Probably better that way. Yeah. 
So let's get let's uh, let's let's what, what what are we drinking tonight, Obi? Ah, well, so glad you asked, Marco. Um, so yesterday was National Beer Day. Yay! For the USA, uh, and in celebration. <laughs> God bless loud? America. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's a little loud. Uh, maybe. Um, but yeah, in a celebration, uh, a lot of local breweries were having sales and specials. So I went on over to Rock Pit Brewing, which I will admit I had never been to before. Oh, really? Yeah. So it, I mean, the, the actual uh, brewery itself looks really cool. I want to go back when, obviously, we can drink in public again. Right. Um, but while I was there, I picked up three brewskis for us to try out. Uh, so we're going to start out with the Irish Red. We're going to move on to an IPA, and we're going to go to a Saison. But to introduce, I, I'll, I'll give the full rundown when we get to each different beer. But the first one we're starting out with, with starting out with, excuse me, Jeez. is the McC- I'm just really excited. I know it's the McCoy's Irish Red Ale. Classic Irish red style in remembrance of McCoy family from the famous Hatfield McCoy feud. The Irish red is malty with slight caramel biscuit grainy maltiness that will go down so smooth and easy. McCoy's Irish red ale is perfect for, for, for oh my God. Oh no. We're having an off day, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's already started. <sighs> McCoy's Irish red ale is perfect for those who bullet one. Like beer with a lot of bitterness. Two, want to feel closer to Ireland after a few pints. Okay. Three, hate mass-produced lousy beer. All right. I think we, uh, I think we're in that. Yeah. Uh, f- f- good. I, I, I hope that I, that I hear the Irish songs. I don't know what that. What was that? Was. The Irish songs. songs. The Irish songs. Liverpool. Um, <laughs> live on, I'm from Liverpool. It is a 5.3% ABV. All right. So we're starting low. Right. Ish. And then we're getting hot. We're, we're going, we're working our way up. Yeah. Right? Correct. So let's crack that bitch open. This is the One Baron Podcast. <clears throat> you know, I I thought I thought opening the show on that would be more compelling than it was. <laughs> the, the, the allergy stuff. No, it's fine. I mean, you know, it's just a, an an affliction that people have heard for hundreds of episodes. Uh, they may not e- have even realized, though, is the thing. You know, that's true. They may just think you sound like that. Yeah, which you kind of do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Even even when I'm even when I'm at clear, your best. Yeah. Uh, it's still a little nasally, so yeah. I guess that's that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you use your voice for anything. Anyway. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Uh, you should. I think you should have at least opened with the uh, the news uh, sound effect. Oh, the the music. <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. Have been good. Yeah. As if it was breaking news. Maybe I, we can I, add that in post. Yeah. All right. 
Well, um, mm. yeah, I've been, I've been, I mean, there's not much, there's not much, uh, in the way of compelling happenings <laughs> in right. our personal lives. As far. <laughs> we yeah. just can't, I get home and, and it's just like, oh, man, because you know, I'm, I've been lately, I've been a bit of a homebody anyway. Yeah. So lately, I mean, lately he I, says lately as in I'd last say the 10 past, years, not the past, I'd say the last year and a half okay ish yeah you've you've you kind of you've tapered off on the going outs yeah a bit uh so it's not it's not like that crazy but it's different no but but what I, what i'm getting at is now it's really starting to feel weird uh-huh. like when you because i mean there's moments where i'm just like i really want to be social i really right. want to go out Let's go to Mills up, 50. Yeah, and just and just have a couple beers and and just fucking, be around the common folk. Yeah. And and when you get that urge, I think Lottie, I was talking to Lottie about it and it finally hit her mm-hmm. where she was like uh I I can't remember what what something shut down and it finally hit her. Oh, oh, th- what it was was um it, <laughs> it was raining. Mm. And so she couldn't even go outside to like be physical like to just run around <laughs> right, or right. like you know ha- you know take the dogs for a walk and that's when it really hit her mm-hmm. where she's like i'm stuck here i'm literally <laughs> stuck here. it's called cabin fever <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna man. start nibbling her arm off mm-hmm. yeah it can be a little suffocating did you see ellen see ellen get in trouble no what now ellen been getting in trouble a lot bro i know it like, was just a few <laughs> months ago that she got in trouble for saying something she said some crazy shit I mean, she she well she oh, had hanging shit. out with uh, yeah the George George Bush W she was, she was hanging out with W and and she tried to write that off like you know uh, I'm uh, friends with everybody yeah turns out she's not friends with everybody oh turns out she could be kind of a bitch oh <laughs> yeah what? have you seen this you haven't seen this no dude this guy on Twitter he I guess he's a comedian I don't know his name I don't give a shit about giving him credit okay. What did he do? <laughs> I mean, what did he do? All he did Tell was, me. All he did was tweet something. Anyway, Tell me what he did. So he goes on Twitter, and he's like, uh, basically, since we have time, um, he he said it in a way wittier way than this, obviously. But okay. basically what he said was, I've heard that she's a bitch. If you know her personally or if you've worked with her, mm-hmm. I will donate money to a charity for your story. Huh. And like... He got hundreds of stories. Wow, from assistants to production uh, yeah. people to um, uh, fans huh. to I mean, and and there's there's like Hollywood rumors going around that like people in Hollywood don't really like her. Interesting. Like some of them are like she's kind of a bitch. Wow, isn't that crazy? It really is. That's that. I don't know. It's not quite to this level, but it's almost like hearing like Tom Hanks is really a dick. You know? Yeah. This person that has this really outwardly glowing persona, yeah, and very friendly, mm-hmm. you'd think. Uh, I mean, her whole thing is being friendly, yeah. and and what what's her sign off? Uh, I don't know. Hug Go fuck or yourself. <laughs> what's her fucking sign off? I don't it's, remember. It's be kind to somebody or something. Mm-hmm. Be kind, rewind. I don't know. Be excellent. Yeah. Be be best. Be best. That's that's what it is. It's definitely right. that. And this whole time, she's like a fucking. You know, like a like a. I will say, benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I'm sure there are many people with access to grind. Yeah, maybe many more people who've caught her on a bad day. Yeah, 
uh, and tons of people who, I mean, just volume alone, the amount of people she's met in her life yeah. being a celebrity, a lot more than you and I, you know? Yeah, no. So you got to figure just playing the numbers, right? She's going to have more negative interactions than a normal person. Right. So, you know, and on top of that, there's, there's a, um, there, there is a, a reason why he gave people an incentive to come out with stories. Mm-hmm. So, you know, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if I believe all that. Yeah. I mean, there's def- there definitely has to be a good percentage of those stories are, are bullshit. Right. And, and like you said, it, it's a good point. It's like, I mean, if she if she met a thousand people and t- <clears throat> 10 of them went online and said how much of a bitch she was. Right. But then the other, you know, nine thousand nine or whatever was like, she's the she's amazing. She's right. one of the greatest people I ever met. It's like the signal boost from those yeah. bad stories is going to be a lot higher. Even yeah. as far because he's asking he says he's got hundreds of stories, but you have to think, I mean, her her encounters have to be numbering in the high, high oh. thousands. Yeah. Of the amount of people she's met, the amount of people she's been around. Yeah, I mean, she's been a comedian since, what, like the 80s? Yeah. So, it's based on the amount of interactions she's had with people in general. Well, the the problem is, she has propped herself up as the, the nice person. The mm-hmm. nicest person on the planet. Or maybe she hasn't done it herself. Maybe we've done it to her. But, right. I mean, that's it is what it is. That's her yeah. image of being like the super nice person. So, anytime... Mm-hmm. They're there's a, human. Right. There's a little, a little crack in that facade. Yeah. You just want them to be that person all the time. Yeah. And Which is unfair. She's a human being. Yeah. So. I guess I guess what you do, what you have to do is look at each individual story and go, well, what did she do? Would, mm-hmm. would she just did she just yell at you? Right. Did like, she refuse to take a picture with you? Is right. that what happened? Or did, did she do something wild? Like I read one story where... She touched your butt? Is that what happened? <laughs> I read one story where this, <laughs> this girl... I guess she was just a fan, right? And she okay. spent hours making this bust. Oh, no, no. And well, it, I, I wish that the story ended with them destroying <laughs> was the bust. It like, was it like a Lionel Richie bust? No, it actually looked really good. Of clay. It looked really good. Okay. And she, she sent it in. And then Ellen, like, I guess it was just part of some game show. Mm. Like, I guess the way that Ellen... um advertised it it was like a special thing for her and then it ended up being a thing where she just gave it away to like some stranger yeah it was just a prop yeah, yeah. and it was like this girl spent hours on this thing thinking like this is for ellen yeah and then when ellen got it she was like all right make that part of the game show. she just put it on the shelf or whatever uh, which doesn't make her mean no i think that's more of a miscommunication than anything else yeah or i mean maybe she's inconsiderate or what I mean, trying to paint her in the most negative light. Maybe she got your bust and was like, "This is dog shit. I'm, right. gonna, I'm just gonna give it away." That doesn't well, make her mean. Yeah. Well, and if it was bad enough, she wouldn't have had it on the show. Yeah, and it looked good. I saw yeah. it. I saw pictures of it. Yeah, it looked good. There was one story though that that did kind of make me that gave me pause a little bit. Like, hmm. damn, that was kind of a bit. <laughs> damn, Alan. <laughs> damn. Oh God. I almost vomited because of how mean Alan is. Oh no. No, it's just it's it's okay. So she had that, but there was one other thing. Oh, she got in trouble recently. I think it was like either yesterday or earlier today, <clears throat> because she I guess she was doing a monologue from her estate, and okay, she was yeah. talking about how this quarantine is like prison. Uh huh. She made a joke in her monologue, and she was like, "It's like prison because something something." 
and everyone's gay in here. Some something sh- some shit like that. And everyone was everyone like just I mean gasp. Yeah, I mean it's been a it's been a like beat up Ellen uh, party for the past couple of months. Yikes. But I mean it is kind of I mean how tone deaf do you have to be to be a white woman billionaire living in a a, a library basically. Is she a billionaire? Maybe not a billionaire, but she's got to be close to it. Mm. What's her net worth? Let's find out her net worth. I'm going to ask Siri. Hey, Siri. What is Ellen DeGeneres' net worth? Ellen DeGeneres' net worth was $330 million. It's actually not as much as I thought it was going to be. Oh, that was in 2016. Why don't they have an up-to-date net worth? Fuck you, Siri. (laughs) They haven't gotten back to her. We got back to it. Well, okay, so three hundred thirty million in twenty sixteen. So let's just be generous and say four fifty at okay. this point. Sure. Still not a billion. No, but that's I mean four hundred fifty million dollars. I could do a lot with that. Yeah. 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 So she's in her mansion. Um, it's definitely a mansion. I don't know if you've seen pictures of it, but yeah. it's definitely a mansion. I could assume. And she's talking about how like how horrible quarantine is, and it's like it feels like prison, and it's like, lady, come on, what are you talking about? Yeah. Maybe that was her trying to humanize. <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm Team Ellen. Yeah, I see that. Going to bat for her. <laughs> Someone has to. Mm. Yeah, because I'm sure she has no one in her corner. No. Except Portia de Rossi, <laughs> which is all you need. That still fucking blows my mind, man. <laughs> Phil, fuck, it fucks me up every time I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't. I was like... It's like it, I thought she was just like some French model. No, no. <laughs> I'm watching, I'm watching uh, Arrested Development. Yeah. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hold the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Ellen scored. Up. Good for her. Yeah, she did. Yeah, huh. that's that's uh, that's what you get with uh, being funny, man. Yeah, being funny and making a lot of It'll money. Take you a long way. I mean, you know, look at Seth Rogen's wife. I'm not comparing Seth Rogen to Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Or maybe I am. Inseparable, in my mind. I mean, you know, uh, homely comedians. Yes. That's, that's a nice way of putting Rel- it. <laughs> Relatable, homely <laughs> Relatable, comedians. Relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Ironically, they're, they're the name of her latest special. <laughs> they're just like us. They're just like us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my quarantine's been a prison, mm. you know, where I get to play PlayStation and drink beer and yeah, li- leave the house whenever I want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of. Just like prison. Kind of. I mean, a cop isn't going to, like, unless I'm loitering, unless I'm just yeah. hanging out at the mall or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can come and go. You sure can. Yeah. Quickly. Um, Ladies. <laughs> yeah. It's not a scathing indictment of my sex game. All right. Yeah. Yeah, baby. There was something I wanted to talk to you about. Something I wanted to ask you about. Oh. It wasn't Ellen. I don't know why okay, that even where did that I don't even from? know why it popped into my head. I don't know why. I don't I mean I really don't give a shit about Ellen. I mean, oh, it was because of what uh Lottie was saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About feeling locked up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's um I don't know. It's this new normal. It's Yeah. It's still getting it's a little strange. It is. It's a little strange. We're all still adjusting. Yeah. But we don't want to talk too much about no. that Roni. No. All right. This isn't going to be a part four. All right. We're we're gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. We've got other things to talk about. Okay. And uh, yeah. 
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Take I'm a kidding. load off. Yeah, just wanted to put that <sighs> pregnant pause in there. Because mm. it has been, I mean, it's literally, dude, I go on YouTube and like the the videos that aren't my subscriptions or recommended from the subscriptions, yeah. like related to the subs, mm-hmm. is just all fucking Fauci and Trump. Yeah. That's it. Of course. It's crazy. It's the number one topic in the world. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Oh, that, that's the problem is like nothing else takes precedence over that right now. So it's hard not to uh, obsess over it. Yeah. Cause on top of that, like there's no sports to distract us. I know. They, they stopped making movies. <laughs> I know. Uh, they're they're um, pushing back a bunch of release dates for video games. Last of Us Two pushed back indefinitely, right. even though the game is done. Yeah, essentially, they said that it, it's pretty much done. Uh, yeah, they didn't push back Final Fantasy though. No, I think that was already like in the can. They, they could, were like, we're not pushing. This it, I I think that was already like manufactured. Is the thing? Yeah, they already pressed all the discs. It's out there. It's getting good reviews. Did it's you see that? It's very getting really good, reviews. good reviews. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all you have to do is make a decent decent working game mm-hmm. and just don't tread on you know what the 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 legacy of that game and I think you would get good reviews. Yeah. But they're getting like excellent reviews mm-hmm. and it's apparently like they're exploring, they're opening up what was just basically a glimpse into some of these things like i like one review i read and you can kind of you can kind of feel this in the demo is now you get to explore midgar Mm -hmm. and really really take in the consequences of your actions yeah from from i mean you're you're i mean are you a terrorist (laughs) yeah i mean are you a terrorist or are you a freedom fighter Mm -hmm. and i think it's interesting that that's not a moral question that I even thought about. Mm-hmm. And I've played the game multiple times. You know, yeah. I've, I played it when it came out when I was a kid and I fell in love with it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then I got older and I, and I downloaded it on my PlayStation 3. Yep. Then I downloaded it on my phone. Right. <laughs> now I'm going to get the remake. Yeah. So I've played the game multiple times and love it every time. Yeah. But that's not a moral question that I ever thought about. Yeah, I mean, they, they sprinkle in a little bit of nuance uh, with a, a couple lines of dialogue, but uh, for me, it always just kind of seemed like you're obviously on the right side. Yeah. Doing what you're doing. Yeah. For the most part. Well, because the way that they they sell it to you, it's like um, you're not you're not destroying part of a city or a, or a or a like a resource or something, you know, you're destroying this thing that's like sucking the life out of the city. That's the way that they sell it in the original. Well, game. Out of out of the planet, out of the planet, but it yeah. powers the city is the problem. But they always propped it up as like the really the people benefiting from it are the rich right. anyway. So right. it's like, all right. right, who do you really care about? Right, the, the so like, planet and everybody else, or do you care about the wealthy? Yeah, it's when like, you're yeah. when you're going around the eat the rich plot of the of, yeah, we're coming for you, Alan. When you're going around that little plot area where the bar and a couple of those, it's just like this rundown shack of a... Yeah, it's like a shanty town. Yeah, so you're like, well, they're obviously not benefiting from this. Right. So, yeah, down with the reactors. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, so it's getting a lot of good reviews. So that game is not good. They're like, dude, we're pushing this. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get this Final last Fantasy, hurrah. Boy. You're gonna get this. Please shit. take it. I'm, I need something, dude. Oh, I need to get Fallen Order. I keep forgetting to grab it. Yes. I need to take that. You do. So I can have my own Jedi adventure. Are you Are you gonna? Yeah. Are you, gonna, you gonna do that? I'm gonna play it. Okay. I want to play that game. All right. I've been wanting to play that game. Okay. Not a big fan of the protagonist. It doesn't matter. I just don't like the way he looks. Doesn't matter. No. No. Okay. No. He's he's uh, he has some a bit of a character arc, but for the most part, he's just kind of like a vessel for you. Okay. Everybody else around him is really interesting, though. Okay. So. Cool. 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 Yeah. I like. I'm oh I always liked the way Star Killer looked. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a fucking he was a badass. Yeah, he had that. That was a dude. That that was he was he was such a well written character that you're like they need to put him in. They need to make him canon. Mm-hmm. You know, but they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I learned that Star Killer was the original name of Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Luke Star Killer. Luke Star Killer. Yeah. Which is pretty dope. Yeah, I feel like they, throughout Star Wars history, had to like walk back a lot of uh, the Jedi stuff mm-hmm. to make it less aggressive. Yeah, um, Revenge of the Jedi, famously. Yeah. So, I think it's a it's a proud tradition of Star Wars. Yeah. Of kind of biting off a little bit too much. Yeah. With the good guys, and then going, eh, well, maybe let's pull it back. Maybe not. Yeah. Han didn't shoot at all. <laughs> he just didn't shoot at all. <laughs> He threw his gun. Yeah. He said stop. He hold he he holstered it. Yeah. He was just like nonviolence, man. Mm-hmm. Let's just go talk to Jabba. <laughs> Greedo killed himself. <laughs> That's the That's next, the next edit. edit, yeah. He just blasts <laughs> his fucking brains out. Oh god, I'm so depressed. <laughs> My job sucks. Speaking of Starkiller though, because mm-hmm. of the way that he looks, he's got the shaved head. Yeah. And um I've been seeing all these people shaving their heads on online. Yeah. And it's been it's been getting to me. Yeah. You know, and so I posted about it and I was complaining to you guys because you guys left me hanging out to dry. Yeah. And um, I want to talk about it. OK. Because uh, I, I just I feel I feel like I was just <laughs> hung out to dry. Yeah. I, feel, I, I posted that thinking, haha, somebody comment, mm-hmm. make a joke. Yeah. Give me some light ribbing to keep me going on this hair journey uh-huh and uh nothing i yeah. got nothing yeah explain yourself okay so to be fair i ignored it <laughs> yeah you ignored it that's yeah. not what do you mean to be fair that's what i'm accusing you of that's yeah yeah i did that and i'll tell you why yeah please it's because there's only room for one long hair on this <laughs> podcast <laughs> And I claimed it last year. <laughs> Would you prefer if I just shaved it off so that you can be the long hair guy and I'll be the short hair guy? Live your life, man. Live my life? That's what you're telling me? Not telling you what that's to do. What that's what you're going to say to me after what you just said. You're going to tell me to live my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like to give people choices. Do you? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So feels like a nudge in one direction, though. Uh-huh. No, I, I I like your hair, the current length. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see what it would look like today, as long as it was like in high school. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like what you could do with it. Maybe I mean, why not? 
why not? You're like halfway there right now. Yeah, I mean, I told myself that I would go a full year. Yeah. And a full year would be my birthday in July. Okay. Yeah, so at least make it to then. Yeah. And see how you feel after that. I think I was just... I think I was one part bored, mm-hmm. one part lonely, <laughs> mm-hmm. one part of t- uh, uh, needing attention. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then one part like looking at myself in the mirror and, and I didn't, I hadn't done anything to it. So it was just sitting on my head and I was yeah. like, this looks stupid. This looks ridiculous. Like, why am I doing, why am I still doing this? Yeah. And, 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 you know, we're in Florida. So springtime is just summertime. Yeah, yeah. It's just a light summer. It's summer number one. Yeah, exactly. It's summer number one. Right. So midday, it's going to hit like 95 degrees. Yeah. And so I'm just sitting like like my hair is just grabbing the sun and holding on to it and yep. like singeing my neck. And I'm like, I don't have to deal with this. I could just get <laughs> rid of it. It's just bullshit. I could just get rid of it and I'd be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I'm, I've, I've come this far, I guess. You might as well just at least see it through to your birthday. You made a promise to yourself. Yeah. Just see it through. If you're unhappy at that point or you're bored of it or you just need a change, then you can do it. Take pictures, document it. And I think you'll be good. How important do you think a promise to yourself is? I think it's the most important. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've been thinking about that a lot. Mm. because of the hair thing but also just because i mean i break promises to myself all the time yeah well that's the thing like if you can't trust yourself who can you trust that's what i'm saying said tupac in 97 (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no i think it's super important (laughs) i'm so cold uh i think it's super important i i I too break promises to myself all the time uh, because it's hard to hold yourself <laughs> accountable yeah. for things that you say. Because yeah. I mean, more often than not, you're also harder on yourself than you are on anybody else. Yeah. So you, I mean, I know I've set myself up for failure time and time again. Yeah. And you know, have these cycles of like, oh, I'm gonna do this thing that's really good for me. I, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna do it. And I'm not gonna do that anymore. I'm definitely not gonna do that anymore. Nope, not gonna do it. Yeah. Didn't work out. Whoops. Sorry. You know, and it, yeah. it, it just happens. But yeah, I mean, I think that you, there's, there's nothing quite like the feeling of, of setting a goal and holding yourself accountable for it and, and staying consistent with something. You know. Yeah. It's not fun, but it's good. It's fulfilling, you know. Yeah. I I I don't I don't know if I've ever like <laughs> this. This is gonna sound bad, but it's not as bad as it sounds. I don't know how many goals that I've actually met in life, mm-hmm. like personal goals that I've set for myself. I don't think I've met a lot of them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I well. That's the thing too. It's like you can set a, a specific goal, not quite meet it, but at least get halfway. Yeah. And you know, I, I think that you're still you're still uh, making progress in something. You may not have exactly gotten where you wanted to be, but that still counts for something. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But then again. What the fuck do you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, 
s- slow slow progress is better than no progress, right? Yeah, I agree with that. So, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think that we need to be better uh, and more realistic about our goal setting in order to not get discouraged when we don't meet those goals all the time. Yeah. But then I also have this, like, lofty sense of self uh-huh. that I'm like, I could do that. Yeah. Why can't I do that? Right. And Well, it, it it's not that you can't do it. It's that you're not motivated enough to do it. That's true. You know? Yeah. So I think you need to know yourself well enough to go, all right, sure. You could wake up every day at 5 o'clock in the morning if you really wanted to to go jogging for an hour. Yeah. Are you going to? Probably not. <laughs> Why? You're not that compelled to do it. Right. So instead, you know, make a deal with yourself. Deal with the devil. Yeah. And, and just say, okay, well, I'm not going to do that, but I'll at least once a day work out for a half hour. Yeah. You know, that's something achievable. You can start there at least. Maybe that will lead to something bigger. Are you saying make realistic goals? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. Because I, too, have been defeated by the lofty goal. <laughs> the Defeated by yourself? Yes. And then I go, you know what? <clears throat> I'm not going to do anything then. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, it's the, that's the, the defeatist attitude of it, right? Where you, like, you don't hit it, and you're like, well, whatever. I guess right. nah, I'm just not going to do it all. Anything. I'm going to yeah. do anything, yeah. Cause it's, it's a negative feedback. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you feel bad about not doing it. Uh, whereas if you were to just have swallowed your pride a little bit at the beginning and gone, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I, there's no, like I can, I physically can do it. Sure. Yeah. But I'm not going to, yeah. if you were to swallow your pride at that point and gone, I'm not going to do that, but I can do this. Yeah. You would feel a little twinge of like pride going, Oh, why aren't you going all the way? You should go all the way if you're going to do it. Yeah. Stuff that aside, by the end of it, you've actually met a goal and you feel better about it. And that just keeps the positivity going. It's a positive feedback loop that you can just build on as opposed to a negative one where you set this lofty goal, don't meet it, and then go, I suck. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, I'm not even going to try anymore. Yeah. So easier said than done. Right. Obviously. But I think that's where that comes from. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> so quick, quick question here. Yeah. How do we want to review these? Do do we want to do them beat by beat? Because I, I just finished mine. I saw you finished yours. Yeah. Do you want to review as we go along? Do you want to save your review for the very end? I'm more along the lines of reviewing after each beer. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I'm not going to remember everything. It's, be- it's, it's better to do it that way. Yeah. It's okay. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Well, we had the McCoy Irish Red. It was 5.3% ABV from Rock Pit Brewing, as all our beers are today. What'd you think? I am going to give this a four. I thought it was... Um, I mean, it was... It, I guess. I guess my rating of a red ale is skewed. Mm. because i keep drinking those diver downs and they're imperial <laughs> That's different yeah i know and and they're they're just so goddamn delicious yeah so not i'm not i'm not gonna sit i'm not gonna judge it on the on its on its literal strength but from a flavor profile it was pretty good yeah it was it was uh, it was good if you if um, i mean 
nothing in the way of like. I mean, it's not so exponentially better than like Killian's mm. that you know, you need to go above and beyond for mm-hmm. it if you want a red ale. Right. But that's good. Yeah. I'll give it. A, yeah, I'll stick with a four. I'll stick okay. with a four. Cool. Yeah. I'm gonna go just a little hair above that. I'm gonna give it four point five. Right. Uh, I like the flavor. It's you know pretty light, but has a has a pretty distinctive flavor as well, um, and tastes pretty traditional to me. It, it, it just tastes like something I'd get over in the UK, uh, which is nice. It's over nice. Over in the UK, it's nice. Over in the UK, do you feel like you're back? Do you feel like you're back? I'm in an Irish pub. Yeah, back in the Irish pub. Yes. Is it the beer that you had over there? Uh, Do you feel it? Does it feel like you had it? Huh? Aye. Does it feel like where you had to you had the bar? Aye. And I slide it across the bar top. Oh my shillelly! <laughs> oh. Does it? I mean, does it remind you of like it the does. beers that you had it over does. there? It actually does. <laughs> it actually does. Uh, besides the uh, the stereotypes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. It actually it it does. I have think that's a, a pretty decent Irish accent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, once you once you work your way into it, uh, the start of it's not great. Yeah, conversationally, I think it could get across. Yeah, I think it 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 dives into Jamaican a little bit, but <laughs> you know, slap at the beers, slap at the beers, slap at the beers. Uh, but yeah, no, it actually does taste pretty traditional from what I've had in my travels. Yeah, um, and I like it. It's okay. good. Good, 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 good. All right, good, good, we're good, moving good. on to the next. Good, 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 Hold good, on to good. your hats, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to drink another beer. Another beer. Next up is the uh, Hacka Savage IPA New England. Um, this one bothers me. I feel like that's <laughs> insensitive. The Hacka it, Savage. It might It might be. I don't know, I don't know how I be. feel about that one. Excuse me. It's Hacka. I said Hacka, didn't yeah. I? Um, I, I? I say this right after we just delivered to oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, hazy IPA that features all New Zealand hops, Rakua and Waimea. These hops bring out the whole orchard of oh 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 oh. We're popping, we're popping, we're buzzing. That's the hops, baby. That was the hops. These hops bring out the whole orchard of tropical fruits to the aroma and flavor, including notes of apricot, stone fruit, mango, citrus, and resinous pine. Uh, we're so happy with this one. We did a little haka dance, which is a ceremonial dance or challenge in Maori culture. Did they? I guess they did. The haka savage is perfect for those who, bullet one, love traditional New England IPAs. Two, enjoy less bitter IPAs. And three, you guessed it, hate mass-produced lousy beer. <laughs> Oh, so I guess that's their thing. I think it is. Uh, this one ranks in at a 6.6 ABV. All right, well, let's crack this bowl's bitches open. Yeah. Let's have a good time. This is the One Baron Podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. that that. I hope that there was at least <laughs> like a New Zealander around. Right. When they were like, besides, yeah, we're going to call it the Haka Savage. <laughs> besides the uh, hops. Yeah. Speaking of hops, I um, you know those hops that you came home with? Yeah, I planted them and they're still alive. Nice, surprisingly. That's cool. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but I'm I I surprised myself with my dad. I guess put enough like fertile soil in that bin mm-hmm. that like whatever Everything I put in grows. there. Yeah, I haven't had anything like 
die. Nice. Now you got, I mean, you know, it's an area that gets a lot of sun. Yeah. And it's right under the little water spout, so it gets a lot of water. So, okay. but I, you know, I've never had. I don't have the patience to have a green thumb. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I just couldn't. Uh, I would like to. I would would like to have like a little garden. Mm-hmm. I would like to take care of shit like that. But I just, I just um, let me let me take that back. It's I don't think it's a patience thing. I think it's a um, <clears throat> it's a forgetfulness thing. Yeah. My dad asked me to water the fucking grass, and I'll forget. Yeah. And I come out, and there's like patches that are dead, and I was like, oh yeah, you wanted me to water that. I didn't. Right. I didn't leave the chicken to defrost. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 something like that where it's like I don't you know I'm I don't care enough i guess yeah. to yeah. be out there yeah, yeah. like watering them and like clipping the leaves off mm-hmm. and you know grooming them and all yeah. that shit give it that uh, uh care and attention yeah i want i want like aggressive plants yeah like not not like aggressive plants that they're like their vines kill the other plants mm-hmm. but like aggressive plants that are like strong yeah yeah, yeah. like 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 a cactus or something okay. where it's just like you leave it Get a and, succulent. Yeah, and and you just water it and leave it under some sun. Yeah, and it'll do its own thing, like that avocado plant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't, I didn't do that much. Yeah, and it was just like I got this. Yeah. Step aside, I'll grow on Watch my me own. Grow. Very latchkey kid. Yeah. Uh, plant. And it will start paying off in six years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we get them early. I hope so. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Ooh. Mm. How can it be like a traditional IPA and also be like, well, it's also less bitter though. Oh, it's yeah, I'm not sure. Probably just based on the hops. <sighs> yeah, I guess. Mm. But wouldn't that wouldn't the increase make it more bitter? I think specific hops are maybe slightly less bitter mm. in flavor profile. I'm no scientist here, but yeah. Uh yeah, or a I, meteorologist. I get some of that uh, that apricot though. Yeah, I don't think you guys understand like the the limit to our beer knowledge. Oh, <laughs> we just we we uh we're definitely um ooh we drink we we've drinking a lot of beers. Yeah, but the knowledge is very little. I I <laughs> I, I just I don't like stop it. Maybe it's maybe it's the mic. Maybe that's the way I have the mic. Are you done? Are you finished or are you done? I don't like uh, I don't like people assuming that I know so much about it. You know when when they find that that we do the show, yeah. or when they when they're fans of the show, right? They're like, well, you would know, right? I mean, you do a podcast, and it's like that don't mean shit, dog. <laughs> I don't know shit about a lot of shit. We're also very humble. Yeah, there's definitely that. Totally. No, I mean, I, I honestly, with the amount of beers that we've had and with the research that we've done, the minimal amount, I do surprise myself with the stuff that I do know. Yeah. Like when we I, go we, to the bar, I'm like, oh, shit, I, I do know that. We have, really a, we have a very shallow but wide body of water. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a kiddie pool, but it's huge. But it's a big-ass kiddie pool. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like we, we can speak on stuff, but we when it comes down to, like, the chemistry of things, yeah. um, you know, we're we're lost. But who wants to, I mean... Some people do. I know that there's people who like to know that kind of shit. Yeah. 
I've never had a conversation with anybody who was like, tell me more about the IBUs. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very small circle, you yeah. know. I I am uh, I'm curious about that kind of stuff because I like beer, so it's interesting for me to learn about it. But yeah. it, as far as that making that like a topic of the podcast has always it's never been a idea for this show no. because we're not we're not those kind of nitty gritty people. Yeah, you know, and we're gonna lose a lot of those kind of people too mm-hmm. with all the shit going on. Craft beers is one's taking one of the biggest hits. Yeah, I mean, I'm I am microbreweries. I guess I should say I am glad that they the majority of them have remained open. Yeah, the ones around here they're uh, doing really well. To stay open, to have the the curbside delivery and yeah. stuff, and I like how quickly they've adapted to that. Yeah, that's been cool. And and really, you know, I think we take it for granted, but that's at least for me. And uh, between them and a lot of local food places, I really like. It's been uh, like a comfort blanket of normalcy. Yeah, being able to get these things and like knowing that they're still available. <clears throat> um, because once those like luxuries are gone and we're really on this like survival kick that's when stuff really gets scary yeah you know yeah but being able to have like your favorite local beer still is just it's very comforting at least to me yeah just trying to hold on to some kind of some slice of normalcy yeah just a little reminder you know like this stuff's still out there it's not going away you know we'll get back to normal at some even like you know, being in uh, when I went to go get beer from uh, Red Light, Red Light, mm-hmm. just being in the building was like, oh, I remember this. Oh, that's right. There's places other than my apartment. Right. This is nice. Oh, yeah. This is so nice. Just being in the in the building. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I think those little things help at least for me keep me sane during this time. Yeah. So hopefully they stick around. You know. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to need them. Yeah. <clears throat> so kind of going back to the to the video game discussion and the and and what's new and popping. Mm-hmm. In the midst of all this, PlayStation was like, we got a little something something for you. Yeah. I know you guys have been waiting. Y'all been out there sweating it out like, yo, what's the PlayStation 5? What's what what they going to do with it? What's the price? How it's going to look? What the how, how it's going to be? We gave you a little something. Boom. Dual Sense. How you like me now? Dual Sense. The Dual Sense controller is the new PlayStation 5 controller. Yeah. It's the new Dual Shock. It looks. But it senses. So, what does it sense? I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. When you hold it, does it know like how much you're gripping? It, it knows and... it's being held, dude. and it goes. Mm. <laughs> hmm. Dude, I broke I broke one of my controllers because I got so frustrated <laughs> that I, I squeezed it and like kind of turned uh, it. I've I've done that move before. <laughs> yeah, I did that with my PS2 controller. Yeah, and and that was it for it. Now yep. it just doesn't work right. So I was just like, so I hope that the Dual Sense can hold up to my anger Your issues. Your mitts. Yeah. Because I'm going to fucking yeah. gonna palm that bitch. What do you think about it? I mean, it, it looks uh, not too far away from the, the DualShock, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, but it looks chunkier. Yeah. looks a bit chunkier. Um, apparently, it has better force feedback. Um, you know, it, there's a uh, microphone built in to the controller itself. That's cool. Um, 
they they apparently said that there it has way better battery life, which good because the current dual shocks suck. Dude, I I mean I I almost exclusively am just plugged in at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they only get worse obviously. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean what having what is going oh, on? Stop popping. God damn it. Um it uh having that light on all the time just kills the battery. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Yeah. Well, I mean I I know you haven't really had a lot of time with it, but the um the pro controller for I don't think I'm not sure if that's the name of it. Whatever the the actual like game controller is, not the Joy-Con for the uh Switch. They're like Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Video I game controller. It, I think it's the Pro. I think pro. That's what yeah, what, whatever whatever it is. Um that thing lasts forever. Yeah. Forever. Like triple quadruple the amount of time as a PlayStation controller and I think it's mostly because it doesn't have a light on it. Yeah. Um No, I mean, yeah. But yeah, so uh, apparently the uh, they have really interesting force feedback on the uh, the triggers. Uh, the design again is like a bit chunkier looking, almost like a Xbox controller. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people comparing it to that. Yeah, and that's why I thought immediately. I, uh, they still have like the the two dualies in the middle, two uh, joysticks. Yeah, in the bottom, as uh, has been PlayStation tradition. Yeah, I do like that they they spaced it out a, the controller a little bit more, so mm. it's um like uh, for instance the option and the start button are um or the option and the share button they're closer to where your thumbs would be naturally. Mm-hmm. So you know it's just more uh, it looks more ergonomic basically. Yeah, right. Yeah, that it's gonna because that's I mean that's what you want out of a controller. You don't want to have to. You want everything to be a snap judgment and your fingers to move as fast as your brain. Yeah. Or at least as close as possible to like the lowest amount of latency. Mm-hmm. Uh, while balancing how comfortable it is in your hand. Right. And so you want you want something to like basically just fit in your hands like a glove where you're just like you're just holding almost nothing and your yeah. your fingers can do whatever they need to do unimpeded. Right. Right? And that's the I mean that's the problem with like you know the classic bad controllers. I know every you, you can say how much you love it, but the N sixty four is an awful controller. Yeah, um, it does. It makes zero sense that you would have to switch your hand <laughs> to get to the D pad. Yeah, it's like one and a half controllers. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's yeah. fucking insane that they that they were like, yeah. So you'll hold it like this, right, in the middle, and then at some points you'll want to touch that D pad. So you'll take your hand off of the thing that moves your character yeah and then you'll that's that's insane yeah um and then the gamecube controller i mean i know it only because i played so much smash that like i've gotten good at it but i hate that controller (laughs) do you really i really don't like the gamecube controller okay I'm I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, I, I know that the there's little, a love like, affair to it. The little C stick I always thought was really dumb. Yeah. Um, and those like kidney bean shaped buttons. Yeah. No. Yeah. Up 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 at the. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't like and and it feels good in the hand though for me. I I like how yes, it feels. Yes. Yeah. That that is a good point. It it sits in your hand like nothing. It's just it's just ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the button placement. And another thing that really drove me crazy about it, and I don't know, I'm gonna I'm gonna show my ignorance here with with uh, Nintendo games, but uh-huh. I don't know how much um, the feel of the controller mattered 
mm-hmm. in certain games, but I can tell you this, in Super Smash Bros, it matters a lot. Yeah. Like tilting the con- tilting the the button like the fact that certain moves are done by barely touching something yeah is insane in a quick twitch game mm-hmm. which is why you see a guy who's really good at the game and it's even more impressive because you're like what they're having to do at a at a split second the feel that they must have mm-hmm. For that game and how to play it is beyond anything yeah. you're going to be able to do. Or like Neo, uh, Neo in the Matrix. Yeah. It's yes, like, exactly. You're, you're going based on feel alone. Yeah. You're not thinking anymore. You're just reacting. Exactly. And and you won't be able to ever do that. On the flip side, that's incredibly frustrating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just incredibly. Yeah. And I'm ham-fisted, dude. I'm just. Yeah. So I hit need, the big button. I just need to be able to just. Do what I want to do and not have to worry about the gentle mm-hmm. uh, little yeah. little whisper of a touch. Yeah, I mean, you've seen uh, specifically with Microsoft, they have like their pro controller lines that are custom made for people who care about those very tiny nuances. Yeah. Um, distances from the uh, the triggers and uh, what what kind of distance you want for the joysticks okay. and uh, what kind of uh, d-pad you want all that kind of stuff yeah so that's there uh for people who want it but for an every man's controller every person's controller excuse me um very inclusive of you thank you um yeah i mean i i just i i think it's 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 a very hard balance to strike yeah to try to appease everybody get a little bit of everything you know but how come Xbox did it so well? I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> well, I mean, they they uh, that giant original Xbox Duke controller is awful. Yeah, it's terrible. But it's a big meaty claw. Oh my god. Um, but they completely changed. No pun intended. The uh, game uh, with the 360 <laughs> controller. 360 controller is one of the best controllers of all time. No, yeah, the 360 controller is probably. That's probably my favorite controller. Yeah, ever made. Well, I, I think the the Xbox One controller is that, but better. Oh yeah, yeah. I no, I like that never one. Really messed with the. I'll let you. I'll let you feel it. I'll give 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 her a spin. Yeah. Do you wash your hands? Yeah, I wash my hands. Uh huh. I mean, I sanitize them, but I wash my hands before I touch the okay. controller. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Fuck. I didn't see you wash your hands. When was the last time you washed your hands? Uh, right before you came in. Liar. Yeah. Did you? Did you? With my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. What'd you eat? I uh, had leftover steak. You made steak? No, I had it leftover from my parents' house. Oh. A couple about days to say, ago. You made, you made steak yet? No. Have you made steak yet? Have you done any like real deal cooking yet? Um, Nothing I'm super proud of. Yeah. I mean, I made a pretty good curry. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Um, but yeah, no, I just, uh, I've, I've gotten enough ingredients now that I can start playing yeah, a bit. Yeah. Um, before it was mostly just, what do I got? This is what I'm going to do. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I restocked this morning. I went out to do my death stranding, yeah. uh, grab of, of, uh, resources. Mm. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty well stocked right now. Not to brag. Uh, so I'll, I'll start playing around a little bit again. All right. Yeah. All right. Maybe do a fried rice. Yeah. Um. I uh, I recently got some specialty 
spices. I got this uh, Korean spice Ooh. that looks pretty good. Yeah. And uh, have an, an Asian uh, curry powder. Ooh. I'm going to play around with a little bit. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Getting ethnic in here. All right. All right. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I uh, I did make a steak. It wasn't a great steak, though. What was wrong with it? What'd you do? Um, I. You need a meat thermometer. I do. Well, here's the thing. I bought up. I bought one. I bought one. It was a cheap one, and it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. Because I. Uh, that's exactly what I was doing. I, I was trying to do the reverse sear. Yeah. As we do. Yeah. Uh, but I I had it stuck in my meat. I was searing it first. Right. Um. Because you can do it both ways, actually. You can you can put it in the oven first mm-hmm. and then sear it on the outside or, or vice, vice versa. versa. Yeah. Right. So I was doing it the way that you, you sear it first and then you cook it in yeah. the oven. Mm-hmm. I never got to the oven phase because the thermometer was off. And I'm like, this this can't be right. right. The meat is still showing like ice cold yeah. on the inside. And I, I touched the thermometer to the actual pan uh, and it started to rise. And I'm like... What's going on here? Right. Uh, but then by the time I had gotten to that stage of wondering what the hell is going on, it was already overcooked. Uh, so, I mean, I basted it with a bunch of butter and I put rosemary in it. It tasted good still, but it was just, you know. That's too bad. Midwell. That's too bad. And, uh, yeah. So, I was a little disappointed. <coughs> but, yeah, I need to get, like, an electric one, electronic one, like yeah. you, you have. Yeah. I think I'll be good. It's baller as fuck. Yeah. I was watching this. Uh, I was watching this show on Netflix called Ugly Delicious. I might have talked about it on the show before. Yeah, it's David Chang's mm-hmm. um, TV show, and uh, he has a season two out now. And I'm a little disappointed that it was only four episodes versus like I think the first season was like eight episodes. Mm. But uh, I bring that up because there was a whole episode about steak. Yeah. The whole thing was about like. Um, our appreciation of it. Why is it so important? Why does it mean the uh, epitome of 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 fine dining and, yeah. and all all the stuff about it? And just I don't know, man. Just the way that they were like talking about it. David Chang has always come across to me like a fucking like a. He's in the same club of like the the the. Um, Bourdain's uh-huh. where he's like a he appreciates food he knows that it's art but he's also like it's food cut the bullshit yeah, yeah. like let's let's relax it's yeah. food yeah and that's what I always appreciate about him uh-huh. and that's why I like his show so much and that's why you know I, I just keep keep up with him because I yeah. just like that he's like a no-nonsense kind of guy but he yeah. also appreciates food that's the entire like thesis statement behind ugly delicious isn't right it? it's like yeah doesn't need to look pretty yeah these taste good. I think. Well, the 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 biggest thing about the show is he's exploring culture behind different food mm-hmm. and why there are certain prejudices against it. Why we look at certain things the way that we do. Like he obviously has an episode about MSG. Yeah, I, I saw that one. Yeah, and and it's just and and there's a whole episode about fried chicken. Uh huh. And, um, you know, his hangups about being a Korean person uh, in America and being the guy who had, quote, weird food mm-hmm. and smelled weird because of the cooking all the time and right. not uh, not liking it, not appreciating it till he got older and realizing yeah. what it meant and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So that's the that's the biggest takeaway from the show is like 
understanding where all of this stuff comes from. Yeah. And steak, I mean, steak is a a, a big thing with people who, <clears throat> you know, it's like the, for a lot of people, it's it's the epitome of, like, I mean, even my family now, when we're like, let's let's go have a good night. Yeah. We'll go to like Longhorn and right. get a steak. Yeah, yeah. You know? We'll get the one steak for the table and we all just... Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, if I all had to... Pull out your own silverware from Bro. your pants pockets? <laughs> no, from, from them that we've stolen from yeah. Longhorns over <laughs> We're time. We're returning this. <laughs> dude, if I had to eat the same steak as some of my family members, I'd rather just not eat. <laughs> I'd rather starve. I'd rather starve. Yeah. I, I don't know how many times I've sat next to my brother and he just goes, yeah, just cook the hell out of it. I'm like, Ugh. why? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing it to him? Why are you doing it to the cook back there? Why are you doing this to me? The cook Why are you is doing it to yourself? The cook is seasoning your steak with his tears. <laughs> That's what he's doing. I mean, at that point, it doesn't even matter what he seasons it with. No. Because you know what's going to happen? It's going to get to the table. And what's he going to do? Smother it in A1 sauce. Yeah. Ugh. Just drink A1. Right. Dude, A1 sucks. Yeah. I used to like it. Me I, too. I used to like it. And I don't like it anymore. No, it has like this. You know what? Steak tastes better than A1 sauce. It, it, it does. It's just better. Yeah. You don't need it. You don't. If you have a well-cooked steak, you don't mm-hmm. need A1 sauce. Yeah. And uh, I Agreed. mean, that was the whole thing about this episode was they were talking about like the quality of it and shit. And one of the girls, she was on the show and she was like, I, I just used to all the time I would I would pretend like. I wanted my steak medium rare when I know that I wanted it medium. And now I've kind of accepted that and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, <laughs> you know, relax. It's not this huge, like, cultural reset that you fucking. Okay, Karen. <laughs> Dude, you, I know oh, you've been yeah. keeping up with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. Karen love as it so a much. slur. A, a, a racial slur. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Yeah. That I could, it, it's it's moments like that. You're on Twitter and you just like, I can't believe that this is real life. <laughs> I can't believe that there's people out there who who say these things seriously. Yeah. Who mean these things. Yep. Oh, dude. I I get why people think we're like in a simulation. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because who would guess? <laughs> right. Some of this just can't be real. Yeah. Yeah. You're like this. This can't be real life. Yeah. I. Um. Yeah. So I mean, the jokes about it have been pretty much stellar. Yeah. Every single one that I've seen about it. Mm-hmm. Some white people, some, not all, some white people, mm-hmm. just are falling over themselves to be a victim. It's crazy. Yes. How much they just need to be oppressed. They're like, but what about my experience? That's not fair. What about me? Yeah. She called me Karen. <laughs> it's not my name. Uh, it's not my name. I like. I, I saw one that a Karen <laughs> responded to somebody in a DM. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this one, but she, she was like, she had this like paragraph of like, I hope you realize, I I thought that you were better than this, <laughs> but apparently money's more important to you. Because you chose to share with your three million followers or whatever it was. Yeah. This hate speech. Hate speech. 
hate speech and call me Karen as people threaten me. Oh, God. I hope you're happy. I hope you can sleep at night. It's the, sa- it's the same people who are like, they're calling us boomers. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a slur. Uh, it's like... It's ages. God, can you imagine? Like the worst thing happening in your life is like you go on Twitter and you get called a boomer. Right. Because your saying, argument is outdated. <laughs> after saying something stupid. <laughs> uh, you say some incredibly outdated and fucking archaic argument and somebody just... Instead of engaging in your bullshit, they just hit you with the okay boomer, and you're yeah. like, "This is so unfair. This Why doesn't dismissive. anyone acknowledge me?" You don't <sighs> get acknowledged when you say stupid shit. Imagine, imagine getting that, and imagine. not imagine, imagine, imagine all, all the people. <laughs> Everybody feel better out there? Yeah, that was cathartic. So. Yeah, um, but <laughs> just imagine. Imagine getting into an argument on Twitter and getting that heard about it and not, not yeah. just not just saying, hey, fuck you. Right. And moving on with your day. Right. Making it your your uh, commitment in life. Yeah, no. Your and, purpose. Well, but that's the thing. It's like they're trying to I mean, you know, it's the virtue signaling thing. It's it's the it's the I'm not going to let this go. Like you're going to feel how I feel right yeah. now. And it's like. But why do you feel that anyway? Why yeah. why does this thing... And it's like, because a lot of people don't have anything else other than this. Yeah. They go on Twitter all day, and they argue with people, and you get called a slur. <laughs> right. And then now you make it your life's goal. Uh, but but <clears throat> I, wanted to, I wanted to bring up... I, I remembered what I wanted to bring up earlier. I don't know why I was thinking about it earlier. Um, this is going to kind of get into... I, we don't have to get into the political side of this. Okay. But I do but I do find it interesting. So Joe Rogan was quoted as saying, I would rather vote for Trump than vote for Biden because of like his alleged dementia and like all his mishaps and, uh-huh. and, and faux pas recently. Right. right? Right. And if you listen to Joe Rogan, he's been saying this shit actually quite often. Anytime the conversation gets brought up, he's like, Biden's not fit to be the president. Whatever, whatever. Right. I don't really care about the politics of it right now. Obviously, I do care about the politics of it. But what I'm interested in is someone said, oh, I remember who it was. It was fucking Talib Kweli. (laughs) Talib Kweli stayed. Do you follow him? Of course. Oh, my goodness. He just. I don't know where he finds the time. It's all day i i wouldn't long. be surprised if he had like a team that was just committed i mean it's the only way it's possible yeah how does he find the time i don't know it's he is a constant on my timeline yep to the point where like nothing he, like i see what he's arguing about and stuff and like sometimes something will get me where i'm like wow i can't believe someone said that to him but otherwise it's just like the same shit it's like yeah. And people have asked him, like, why do you engage with these people? Mm -hmm. And he's like, y'all think that I'm sitting here steaming mad. I'm not. This is fun for me. This is like how I pass the time. When I'm I'm bored, I'll just come on here and just argue with racists. Like, this is how I, you know, this is fun for me. Right. When he said that, I was like, that makes sense. It has to be fun for you. Because otherwise, you're a masochist. Right. 
you'd be miserable all day. Seriously. So he he brought he was talking about Joe Rogan and he and he was kind of you know he was he was he was dancing around it because he obviously has friends who he has a lot of comedian friends mm-hmm. and I think who he was referencing was probably Chappelle and Chris Rock guys who are like actually friends with Rogan like Chappelle mm-hmm. is like actually big big friends with them they're like going on tour together and shit yeah I saw that actually yeah which would be pretty dope to see at some point. at some point in the future um. And he said something to the effect of somebody was like, well, you know, Rogan usually just kind of plays devil's advocate to kind of get the conversation going. And Kweli said, why does the devil need more advocates? Hmm. And I know that I say that and it sounds like some fake deep shit, but hear me out. Okay. Because I I kind of find it compelling to think about Mm -hmm. why does every argument need both sides mm-hmm. right you, know, you see what i'm saying like yeah. why is it that we need to hear a cogent argument from another side mm-hmm. on every single issue you don't you don't if there's something that's clearly unethical or clearly looney tunes i don't think you need that but it but seems who's... to be the way to be a quote reasonable person when it comes to politics is to be able to argue both sides or to see both sides that's i I mean that is people who um argue about politics a lot nowadays say that they're and i mean i feel like we've kind of shared this sentiment in the past it's it's like they they say that there's no more actual debate anymore yeah because people don't listen to each other's sides right um the problem is I, I think that a lot of the arguments being made, especially in this heated climate, or at least what was uh, even more focused on politics than anything else before COVID-19 came around, um, is just that a lot of the politics are more personal than ever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, we're talking about highly heated uh, topics like kids in cages and... Um, I don't know uh, the immigration and that's uh, na- name name your hot topic you yeah. know and it it becomes this this personal thing where you know if you uh if you're pro choice you're also a baby murderer yeah or uh if you're pro trump you're also pro letting kids die in uh jails essentially holding yeah. pens you know like it's one it's it's just the one way and if you're not it seems like if you're not all the way in like people get mad at you for going cuz i see it a lot where people where somebody will say like yeah i mean you know we we argue and 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 we see things differently but you know we can still have a beer at the end of the day mm-hmm. and it's like no fuck him right he said blah, 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 blah. yeah well, I mean, that's that's exactly the uh, Ellen situation with George W. Bush. Yeah, no, yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> to bring everything kind of full circle, here, <laughs> right? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I mean, and and people were upset with her because of everything that he uh, supported, according to them, right. kind of goes against her beliefs. Yeah, and so they say. I mean, people flat out call George W. Bush a uh, uh, what is it a. Uh, war criminal yeah yeah warmonger or war criminal so you know if you 
if you believe that George W. Bush is a war criminal who committed, who at, not personally, obviously, but who ordered war crimes in your eyes, then yeah. there is no discussion to be had. Right. He's an evil person who you should never associate with. But it doesn't matter if he's now this old man with no power that's now painting pretty pictures <laughs> that you yeah. may want to have a beer with. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's a war criminal, so therefore but anybody think- associated with him is is uh aiding and abetting but even 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 that thing even that can be argued down to the nitty-gritty of it you know what i'm saying like you can still like even him being a war criminal you go okay well what what war crimes did he commit and why did he have to commit those war crimes and what what where were we as a nation at that point in time why mm-hmm. did he feel it necessary to do those things do you truly believe that he's this racist who hates the Middle East and yada 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 blah blah blah. I'm not actually arguing for George Bush. Right. I'm just saying like the devil's advocate. Right. Right. I don't know. I don't think we're gonna get anywhere with this. <laughs> I just <laughs> I'm just interested in the fact that like it it we're we're I mean it's like you said, I mean we're at we're at a place now where where there's there's no um there is no discussion right it's not a debate it's an argument it's always an argument i mm. mean we saw it on the actual debates yeah they weren't debating i mean no. they were taking personal jabs at each other and yeah. then what happens is people go on twitter and they go yeah kamala got it right you know right, what i'm saying right. like they praise them for that shit mm. so then it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy of like uh, that's the only way to get attention we've we've been and i'm not saying this didn't happen in politics forever and ever and ever uh, but at the same time, I think Trump kind of broke our system. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We're, we're now conditioned to have these kind of like gotcha politics where it's, it's not about making a point. It's about making the other person look like shit, you yeah. know, or having that, that buzz, uh, quote. Yeah. I that, think, I think, gotcha. it, I, I think it's, I think it's mostly him, but I also think that as, technology has progressed um that's the only way that it seems natural for these things to move right yeah obama was president while all of these things were at their like launching pads yeah and and he was on the front lines of technology and people praised him for being like the first president to be like on top of all that shit yeah but not to take anything away from our sweet and lovely barack obama oh bummer but his predecessor, it's not like he had a lot at his disposal. What was right. he going to have? A MySpace page? <laughs> right. Check out my mixtape, You know, so it's like, you know, it, it's how these things naturally progress. So Trump, you know, when I was, when he first got elected and all the things that he was saying on there and the fact that, like, he was making official decisions on his Twitter page. Right. Obviously blew my fucking brains out. Um, but I guess, I don't know, man, it's hard because I, I, I hate to say that I hate, I hate to play devil's advocate and (laughs) and say that like, that's the way that politics is going to be, um, done in, in this day and age. Like how, how else, I mean, I mean, when you're a politician, you, you can get your opinion out and your point across immediately to Uh millions of people. Whereas, you had to you had to hold rallies and you had to you know it was harder to get your name out there and to get your politics to as many people now 
you literally just go viral on something yeah. and well, now you the, have everyone's attention the issue isn't the platform or the the method of it coming out it's it's the the, the content itself is my point yeah uh because trump is i mean he's he's a reality tv star you know like it's it's all about the reality tv like gotcha moments now yeah you know the biggest insult that you can do giving somebody a funny nickname that you don't like <laughs> you know like all these little like oh, God. shitty things that would work on like the apprentice is now how our system works it's yeah. what everybody's looking for it, it's all about the big reaction it's not about people actually having answers to things anymore it's a, the answer doesn't matter anymore. It, it's so much more about like almost this like pop culture look at you know who's going to have the the bigger diss track out. You know right. uh, yeah. that I think that's taking precedence over actual <laughs> politics. And uh, you know I think that will change over time, hopefully. But I mean I, I I think that you know no matter who gets elected in the next election or the one after that or the one after that assuming we're still here. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think that social media is going to take a back seat at all. No, it's going to keep staying a, a major platform for getting messaging out. Right. But you know, Obama did it fine without, you know, coming yeah. off like a narcissist or, uh, abusing the platform. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's just, uh, I think it has more to do with the the speaker as opposed to the microphone. Right. So. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't really I don't really think we made any headway as far as the devil's advocate no. discussion. Okay, okay. <laughs> to to wrap that up at least in my opinion, I think it's pretty cut and dry. I mean, I no, not every argument needs a devil's advocate uh, opinion. If somebody is uh, okay. Somebody I think, I, I think I because I agree with you, but I think that the problem is for you to be looked at as somebody who, you know, is a reasonable person, mm -hmm. you will let both sides say their piece. Sure. And I think that that's the, the, the issue that we're running into is when you're on the opposite side, for instance, let's say you're a neo-Nazi. Mm -hmm. When you're trying to convince that person to not be super fucking hateful, like you need them to see both sides of an argument, right? I suppose. I mean, this argument was brought up before when somebody was trying to, um, I guess, discuss with someone who who didn't believe the Holocaust happened. Uh -huh. And it's like, do you give that person even the time of day? Mm, yeah. You know, do you give them a platform to explain why they falsely think that there's evidence that the Holocaust didn't happen right. or it same, wasn't that big of a deal. Same with like flat earthers. Like, do you sure. even engage with them? Right. Is it worth to even engage? But I see the issue here because when we get closer and closer to like an actual like cogent thought and like closer to an actual reasonable, uh, debatable topic, you can easily go, well, <laughs> I mean, that guy's just like a flat earther. His, his arguments just as ridiculous. Yeah. Don't give him the time of day. Right. But who's to make that decision? You know, I, right. I think we have a pretty good, reasonable uh, idea of what's reasonable or not. But, you know, that it's a slippery slope if you get into the nitty gritty of these topics of abortion or 
you know, how much the church should be in politics yeah. and things like that, where it gets very sticky. Yeah. And, you know, I may think my opinion is obviously the correct one. Mm. Um, and maybe it is. But it's hard to make your argument by dismissing somebody else's yeah. argument. Right. You know? And I Well, yeah. And I think even the most ridiculous argument, Flat Earth, for instance. Uh-huh. Flat Earth. The Earth. Flat Earth. The Flat Earth Theory. I think, I mean, the best way to um, debate something is to be able to fully understand your opposition. Right. Right. And the only way to do that is to play devil's advocate and understand, like, why would they think that? What yeah. is the thing that's leading them to believe that? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think it's... it's. But, like you were saying, what, what if it's somebody who's like, I think that white people are the superior race. Here's my reasons why. Yeah. Like, do you let them do that? Is, is that something that you even pay attention to? I mean, I mean let let's the wrong word because this is the USA baby. Right, you can so they'll just say it. Say whatever you want, you know. But like do you do you have Doing, to take that into right. consideration? Do you have to have a devil's advocate uh thing for that, argument for that? I mean, I I think for me personally I find it interesting uh-huh. to, to see where they're coming from. Yeah, I just find I just find that even if it's like something like horrible. Yeah. I still like how'd you get there? Yeah. I'm just, I'm fascinated with people who believe horrible things because yeah, exactly. How did you get there? What happened to you that made you come to this conclusion? And so, I mean, for me personally, yes, I, I believe that I do think that, um, it's just interesting. It's just more interesting to hear both sides of an argument. Yeah. But, I think like you were saying, it is a slippery slope. It's like, okay, how much do we engage with every single thing before we go, all right, enough. Yeah. That's nonsense. Like the flat earth thing, for instance. Mm-hmm. Like, It's fun to engage when you're on Twitter and you're talking to somebody who's like, I don't know, man, I'm just saying. Yeah. People live in the fucking center of the earth. <laughs> it's another thing when you have actual like children who are growing up and they're going i don't know man people live at the center and you're like no 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 no. i'm not sure about vaccines yeah when you yes exactly and i think that that's the danger ultimately of playing devil's advocate is you give credence Mm -hmm. to that opposite side that should be snuffed out right by a more intelligent argument based on facts right my only um my only fear with that Though I agree with you, my only fear with that is not too long ago, the argument for same-sex marriage would have been the same way. You would have been laughed out of the conversation. People said, are you kidding me? Yeah. Marriage is between a man and a woman. Yeah. Even though you're on the right side of history with your argument at the time, would if we were to go by that of saying, you know, if, if, if an idea is obviously uh, nonsense, do you have to give it credence at all? Then... We're left out with a lot of milestones, especially, you know. We'll get you playing devil's advocate to the devil's advocate. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm, we I, got nowhere. I'm the, I'm the Jay-Z of devil's advocates. <laughs> all them double entendres. Triple. Triple. Yeah. Quadruple entendres, son. All right. You ready to review this beer? Yes. Okay. Um. So this was... The Haka Savage. This was the Haka Savage. The it was a uh, 6.6. Ah! 
ABV. Ah! There you go. That's not offensive at all. I, they called it the Savage. You don't have to scream. That's what they do. Okay. Who's they? The Hakas. All right. <laughs> the Hakas. <laughs> the Hakas. <laughs> oh, all right. please don't hurt us. <laughs> um, What'd you think? I like that one a lot. It was very smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very clean tasting. Clean. Um, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give that one a four point five. Mm-hmm. I did. I like that a lot. Um, you know, we were we were discussing like you know uh, what it's gonna mean to be a traditionally made IPA, but also have like um, less of a strong hoppy yeah. flavor. And I think it works. I think it works. Um, yeah, I liked it a lot. Four point five. <coughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna mirror that. I I'm gonna give it a four point five as well. Uh, I was actually pretty impressed that I had that apricot taste that they mentioned. Yeah, it uh, they actually pulled it off. Um, yeah, very smooth, very drinkable. Very I enjoyed smooth. it. Very drinkable. All right, baby, we got one more. One more. All right, this is the bet noir. It is a black saison. Saison. Uh, all righty. <clears throat> a collaboration beer between Rock Pit Brewing, Ivanhoe Park Brewing, and Deviant Wolf Brewing. A truly out-of-this-world Black Saison that was aged with wood chips soaked in red wine. Black Saison? Yep, absolutely. You're going, at, you're going to get the funkiness you're used to with a Saison as well as a beautifully balanced roastiness from the darker malts. Whether you like dark beers or saisons, you'll need to try this super limited batch before it's gone. Uh, that ABV is eight percent. All right, crack that bitch open. This is the One Beer Podcast. Kidding. Yo, DJ. Have you been seeing? Have you have you watched any of the DJ live streams? No. Any live streams at all? Uh yeah, I saw the live stream of Orville Peck. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we yeah. He did two of them so far. Uh huh. And they've both been great. Yes. Love me some Orville Peck. Who doesn't? Shout out to that boy. That boy. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Mm. Black saison. Yeah, these uh, these live streams, man. Yeah. Every time you go on Instagram now, there's there's a there's somebody streaming. Yeah, I saw uh, a few local DJs were actually doing some live stream. Oh yeah. Spins. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think somebody does it weekly, on a schedule. Oh, I I I posted on my personal page asking if people would tune in to us doing a live podcast. Oh. So expect that coming in the near future. Okay. We got to figure out how we want to, you know, hit our angles and everything. And right. We'll talk about it off the show. Okay. I, I have ideas. <laughs> I have ideas. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, honestly, that could work, too, even if we have to do it remotely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just screen cap it. Yes. That's right. We could do the dual the thing. The yeah. dual thing. The yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. 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 It's just, it's just weird, man. People, people will, uh, people will fucking... Do what they have to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people will, will, will adapt. And Life uh, 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 finds a way. Finds a way. And it's just really, it's just fun to see people like 
all right, well, how, how do we make lemonades out of this? Right. You know? Again, I think that's that has been uh, really comforting to me is seeing uh, people make as much of a normal thing as they can out of this very abnormal situation. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, bands can't tour right now. Yeah. Uh, people can't do TV shows. So, you know, like all the late night shows are off. Mm-hmm. But but they're live streaming. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's kind of doing it from their home. It's not the same, but it's something, you yeah. know. So, you know, Bon Appetit. Yeah, they're doing. Those are weird. They are. It's not the same. No, it's not, not the same. But it's something. It's it's content. You it's know? something. It's, it's better least, than nothing. Yeah. But it's it's way better than them just going dark. You know. Yeah. Imagine if just the the content stopped. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. I think a lot of these people should be commended for. I mean, I know they're they're still making money, so it's like they're not. It's not like a completely altruistic endeavor, but right. It is still cool that, like you said, it still gives you that sense of like normalcy, and not just normalcy, but like watching people, um, watching humans overcome things and going. This is we're gonna make the best of this, and yeah. we're gonna find a way to continue our lives as normal as possible. Yeah, um, is very cool, and so I think that some of them should be applauded. Not Ellen, but some of them should be <laughs> applauded for what they're doing. For you know, just for their fan base and stuff. It's just really cool that that a lot of these they're trying. They're just trying to continue. And again, you know, they're they're making money off of this, but it's still pretty cool. Yeah. It's like you see all these people who are like, they see a, a millionaire or a billionaire donate money to COVID research or something, mm-hmm. and they're like, huh, well, his net worth is. <laughs> Could have been so, more. Yeah, no, I just, it's it's crazy seeing that, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I feel like, uh, I don't know. I just feel like I could never be a, a socialist or something. Mm. I just couldn't, it just... The idea of like someone telling me you didn't donate enough. I know how much how much you make. Right. I know how much you have. Stop being greedy. And you didn't donate enough. Like fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. That's my only that's the only thing that comes to my head is mm-hmm. and I know that this argument needs to be more nuanced. But the only thing that I can think of, even if you're like obviously I agree. If your net worth is more than like multiple countries put together yeah you should be giving a lot of money just because you can i think it's not even if it's something where you don't even feel the dent like mm-hmm. crystalia no dents right then i think that that's something that just if it's money it's like it's like scrooge mcduck if it's just like <laughs> gold coins it. just sitting in your vault right that you don't need more than you can spend in your lifetime yeah then obviously you should be uh you should be um um uh donating but my thing is if a person doesn't want to they shouldn't have to and we as the consumer should vote with our wallets and go oh you're a piece of shit then I'm not going to support your thing anymore yeah right i mean obviously jeff bezos is a bad example cuz he owns amazon and so that's yeah. kind of a hard teat to get off of right but right. there are other things like you know, you get mad at say somebody like the like the fucking guys who. A good example is a Chick Fil A, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. Chick Fil A comes out and the owner is like, "Yeah, I just you know I believe in the sanctity of marriage and uh, you know, whatever. Take do with what you will that information, right? 
and everyone was like, oh, fuck Chick-fil-A, blah, blah, blah. We'll never go there again. Mm-hmm. Do you think it made a fucking dent? No. Do you think I think it was that bad people, PR, but... Bad PR for like two months. Yeah. And then the people who said that they would stop going, do you think they really stopped going? <laughs> I think they may have not gone in the first place. Yeah, if that. Right. I just don't think... I think that the problem lies more with... A consumer? Yes. Hmm. And I think that more people need to be stronger in their moral purchases. Yeah. I agree. I'll add to that. Uh, I think the the part of like Bernie's argument that I agree with as far as billionaires go. Rest in peace. <laughs> he didn't die. Sorry. <laughs> he didn't die. He might as well, dude. Uh, he dropped out of the race today, folks. Yeah. Uh, but We're never going to see him again. <laughs> In a gulag somewhere. He's so old. In a gulag. Yeah. <laughs> he spawned in the gulag. Yeah. I can uh, just see him sitting in the corner. This <sighs> <It> sucks. <laughs> sucks. Um, what I agree with with uh, his argument with billionaires is that, uh, you know, I they <clears throat> they should pay their fair share. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And, which they're not because they're protected. Yeah. Uh, more often than not. There's tax exemptions. There's all these ways that uh, the the richest of the rich are able to hoard their money. Right. Which, great. You know, they earn that money however they did. They're successful. That's what makes America great. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Right. But at the same time, you know, if, if we have people that are, you know, paying uh, their rent paycheck to paycheck, can't, can barely afford food on their table, and they're getting more heavily taxed than the top one percent yeah uh i think there's like a uh, there's a there's a ethical and moral obligation that these people that can't spend their their earnings uh, in a year in their lifetime right you know i think there's a moral obligation to at least at very least if not prompted by the government (laughs) via taxes provide that yeah through you know loans and sponsorships and whatever else the uh you know donations everything like that yeah um do i think that it should be stripped from them and they you know you shouldn't there shouldn't be no billionaires in america no i don't agree with that yeah but you know i do think that there's an imperative that should be in every billionaire's hearts to give because they have so much yeah but, I mean, you know, some of them are pieces of shit. True. And I think that there's, you know, there, there's there's something built into the entrepreneurial spirit, a dark side, yeah. that gets people there, but at the cost of their humanity. Right. Often. Yeah. Not all of them, but a lot of them. There's a cutthroat nature to it. Um, yeah, because there has to be. How right. How else are you going you to scrape your way to the top? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, so. I mean yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that kind of shit should scale up. Yeah. It's it's really, it's, I mean, the top 1% and the billionaires of the world, I mean, they definitely, there's, I mean, that's a whole other podcast of what they could and should be doing. Right. right? I think it's more, <clears throat> the arguments that bother me are, I, I saw one on, on Facebook, for instance, you know, this is where all cogent arguments come from. Of course. Somebody said uh, something to the effect of like, you know, how come... How come we don't have more people working on, like, I guess, 
cures for COVID and cancer and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And I guess it was it was like one of those like you know quote 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 kind of things. It was mm-hmm. like you know uh, text on a white background kind of memes. Right. And they were and and the person responded with, "Well, because you play you pay biologists." like $1,900 and you pay Cristiano Ronaldo a million dollars. So go ask Ronaldo to come up with a theory. And the person who posted it was like, oh man, you know, I stand blah, 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 <laughs> bullshit like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's course. like, it's Ronaldo's fault that like he makes that kind of right. money. That you know what I'm saying? He's a, 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 a freak of nature athlete. Yeah. That he's the top of his game of his sport. Right. A sport that's played worldwide, he is the consensus best at it. Right. That's the problem. That's Yeah, it's his fault. That's the problem, yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, I believe that there is a topsy-turviness to the fact that, like, people who are working on cures for cancer don't get paid enough to do their research sometimes. Well, maybe it shouldn't be so boring. <laughs> maybe they need some sponsors. Right. Maybe if you put their research on TV, on ESPN... Yeah. What if we made it like a, an Olympics of medical discoveries, yeah. you know, whichever country gets the most, I don't know, wins a steak dinner. How about hey, that? Man, you know what you're talking about, dude? Uh, that's free enterprise. Yeah. That is capitalism. That's that's what you just said. It's free real estate. It's free real estate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to watch that whole clip. Yeah. I watched the whole episode when, when I think it was, I think you told me about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. What, what is that? It's free. It's for real estate. <laughs> Shrug. Shrug. <laughs> it's for real estate. But no, that's that's that that's exactly it. Yeah. Like if you if there was I mean, why do you think we why do you think we went to the moon? We went to the moon because there was all these other countries are like, we're gonna go to the moon. <laughs> because like, everyone no. else is going and we wanna be the first. We, we exact but no, that's I mean, why else? Yeah. Right? I mean, obviously there's conspiracy theories as to why JFK needed to go to the moon so badly. Did he go himself? Did why he needed to <laughs> yeah. go. Get okay. me on a ship. Yeah. I'm going to the moon. Get me my space suit. <laughs> uh but yeah, we're not gonna engage I'm in gonna, those right now. I'm gonna bang Marilyn Monroe in this crater. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, but that's, that was capitalism at the, at the, at the core of it is competition. Competition. Yeah. I I think again, it's one of those things like obviously competition breeds this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know how it's hard to do that with things that all of us need. You know, we all need a cure. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we all need a vaccine to COVID. So everyone is trying their best to figure it out. Yeah. Would throwing more money at it help? Probably. Yeah. Um, and I guess I guess that's really the thing, right? It's like this isn't some industry. It's right. a thing that people need. Yeah. It's created like a, a new industry around covid research yeah i mean well uh, no it hasn't I'll, I'll i'll backpedal on that because it you know people have been studying coronavirus forever mm, true uh this is just a strand that got loose baby so you know uh, people have been trying to figure this thing out for a long time i like the idea that it's like the t-virus and somebody just like tripped whoops and, and just kink <laughs> just <sighs> yeah that was on purpose umbrella core yeah <laughs> did that 
um, yeah, no, that 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 makes sense. Yeah. I I get that. Uh, what the fuck are you doing? You got to pee? You doing the pee pee dance? A little bit. You go pee. No, I'm fine. Are you sure? I'm fine. All right. I'm fine. I'm All gonna right. go pee. <laughs> I, I gotta have to pee too. All right. Let's pee together. We'll cross streams. Never cross streams. Oh. He just knows my stream is thicker. I got a big dick hole. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For anybody who heard that, I apologize. <clears throat> I took it too far. That was a weird thing to say. But it's it's funny to imagine a big dick hole, isn't it? This pee just falling out of your... All right. All right. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. But yeah, I, I I don't want to sound callous because I feel like anybody who is a capitalist kind of tends to come off as a, as callous and uncaring about their fellow man. I don't want to I don't want to seem like I don't give a shit. It just bothers me whenever I see shit on on Twitter or on Facebook or Instagram where people are like telling other people what they should be doing with the the stuff that they earned now. The disparity in how much they earn is wild, and I think that that's a conversation that needs to be had. But for some stranger to look at my net worth and be like, "Well, you're worth this much. You need to pay this much." That's that's I'm sorry. That's wild to me. That to me, that's crazy. That's crazy. So that's all I'm gonna say on the matter. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I just think that <clears throat> you know, it's just insane people to tell other people what to do with their money i mean where i grew up that's called pocket watching you get your fucking get your fucking hands out of my wallet son don't tell me what to do with my shit you know what i'm saying are you speaking as a billionaire i mean yeah if i <laughs> if 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 i was who's china china some lady named some girl china named, some girl named china died american rapper china rogers known to some as rap's high priest priestess has passed away at the young age in 25 okay that's a typo <laughs> rest in peace hmm. never heard huh of her. yeah she was 25 wow i guess she was cool with uh mac mac miller there's a lot of pictures of her with mac miller sorry for our ignorance i guess she was talented i don't know how she died hmm. that's uh that sucks somebody at 25 you know crazy uh you know we were talking about um we were talking about the 27 club all the all the famous people that died at 27 mm -hmm. and um i was like yeah tupac he's a member of it and blah 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 and then and then i looked it up and tupac is not a member of the 27 club dude tupac was like hold on let me go excuse Ooh. me let me google this one more time just so Pac was young as fuck, bro. When he died, twenty-five. He was twenty-five. Wow. You don't you don't see him as that though. When no. You, when you look back, no, because he seems like he's been on the planet for years, right? And he seems like he's he had been famous for for forever. Yeah, you know. And so, and it's it seemed like he had a whole career before he died. You know what's even crazier? Hmm. Biggie was twenty-four. Yeah. It's, it's he insane. was even younger. Biggie seems like he is at the same time, twenty four and fifty four, 
and yeah. 74. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you want to talk about a guy who seemed like he lived 100 lives. That, yeah. I don't know why I brought that up. Uh, also, uh, R.I.P. John Prine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one, that one's, that one's sad. Um, they do really, death, death really does come in threes, man. Yeah. Because it was that, the music producer of mm. SNL. Yeah. And there was one more person. Hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. There was one more, yeah. right? There was one more high profile death. Yeah. Yep. That's so fucked up that it happens so often. You're like, who, who was that? Who was that one that who's died? That, who's that one this week? That one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what we're getting to. Yeah. What's wild is they're dying of COVID compilations. Compilations. <laughs> Complications. That's the relief. The COVID comp- CD that comes out after all this. <laughs> yeah. The COVID the compilations. The COVID compilations. Yeah. Yeah. Curated by Lady Gaga. Yes, of course. Um, yeah, but no, that's that's what's so fucking crazy is like that's when it really, really seems real. You know, when when there's mm-hmm. there's these death counts and that's awful. Yeah. But when when it's somebody that like somebody famous, it, it's just strange to think like <clears throat> a famous person got a thing that like some people are saying isn't even real. Right. And they died of it. Yeah. That's just a really crazy thing to think about. Yeah. What kind of uh, hit me a weird way was seeing it was I think it was just on like a news ticker, like the bomb of the TV. I was watching daytime tv for some reason because that's what you do when you're on furlough don't know why you're doing that yeah um but on the ticker it said like three uh firefighters in orange county tested positive yeah and i'm like just like three regular dudes got it and then you hear of like a friend of a friend who tested positive yeah and then you know I'm sure inevitably a friend to test positive and it's yeah. like, it just keeps creeping closer and closer to you. Right. It's and like looking like, at a map and it's just closing in right. on you. Like how long can I stay lucky? You know, stay in this apartment. I don't know. Yeah. You got nowhere to go anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that was the exact idea why I got all, uh, all my food yeah. stock this morning was so I don't have to keep going out. I need to get stocked up. Yeah. I have a, I have a couple of masks too. Yeah fortunate enough to get a uh, a cloth one so is that good you like the quality of it yeah yeah it's pretty good i got another medical one if you want it okay i may take that off your hands okay uh but yeah so i guess the moral of the story is stay safe out there stay safe kids yeah, yeah. we tried our damnedest but you know we dipped our we dipped our, our little toesies in mm-hmm. but we we tried okay hopefully next week it will be completely covid free covid free yeah and we'll talk about some other stuff. Yeah. Sometimes it's just it's just it's dominating the headlines. Yeah. And honestly, man, as much as like I try to, you know, turn away from it and and try to focus on other things, like it 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 dominates what you're thinking about. Yeah. You know, it, it it's it's hard not to think about. It's hard not to have anxiety about mm-hmm. what's going on. What's more important right now? Right. Exactly. Name, name one thing that's more important. Nothing. Yeah, it's it's impossible. I mean, I, I you know, obviously we need to keep cool heads in this time because that's the only thing that's going to get us through. But, you know, it's hard not to just constantly have it on your mind. Yeah. And be worn away by it and just 
it kills all creative thought, like we were saying before. Yeah. Um, just because it is so dominating. Everything else falls into the, the white noise in the background. You know? It's it's almost like, what are we supposed to... I mean, what am I... Because I... Speaking of um, having your creativity killed by this, I had I had a breakthrough of a concept that mm. I wanted to work on. Mm. And I'm not going to say it, but it... Is it has nothing to do with what's going on right now. Yeah. And so I had the idea, and then I'm like, how do I present this idea in the midst of everything that's going on? You know? Because it has nothing to do with all of this. Yeah. It's just like a a fun thing that I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, obviously it's gonna take me a really long time to realize this idea, but Mm -hmm. the concept I've already like worked out like a like a outline of it, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yeah. But I mean, if I if if I had come up with this like six months ago, and then all this happened, I would have to like I couldn't put it out. Like it just it just would be weird. Yeah, you know. So even when you come up with something super dope, you're like, not to say that the idea is super dope, but I think <laughs> it is. I think it is the best. I think actually. it's a pretty cool idea. Um, but yeah, even in the midst of all this, it's like, does anybody even want to hear? Something else? Mm-hmm. I mean, they do, but then you don't. You kind of yeah, want to yeah, hear yeah. what's going it's, on. It's, you want to stay abreast of everything. Yeah, and then... it's weird. It's weird. It's very weird because I mean, I feel like, you know, when like for instance, the weekend album came out. Yeah, I was like, this is really good. Mm-hmm. I wish I could be outside listening to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish I could enjoy this like at a bar. Yes, yes. You know? Like it's, it, it would be perfect to be out somewhere listening to that. Right. So I, I don't know. It's it's always like a this is cool, but mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I think that's it. Is that what we call this episode? This is cool, this but... This is cool, but... Yeah. <laughs> well... Well, don't sound so fucking sad. <laughs> Let's review this last one and get the fuck out of here. Okay. Just as a reminder, uh, this guy was the uh, Bête Noire. Bête Noire. It is an 8% black saison. Saison. Oui, oui. What'd you think? I like this one a lot. Mm. It kind of reminded me of like a a porter. It it really mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand. I think this kind of goes back to like understanding the biology of these things, but um, I did not get anything saison about it at all. Mm-hmm. It really I really if you told me that that was a porter, I'd be like yeah all right yeah mm. you know, um and and in that regard, it was really good. So. I want more black saisons. Saison. I want to. I want. I want to. I want to delve into that. I want to know more about it. I want to understand it. I want to live in it. I want to drink it, obviously. But I want to. But I want to breathe it. I want to know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would give it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a four point five. I'm gonna okay. stay. I'm gonna stay within that because I don't think. Um, I think if I'm going to rise above that, it has to be something transcendent, you know? Yeah. Anything above a 4.5 is truly transcendent. Mm-hmm. Something that, like, you know, I'm going to leave this apartment and be thinking about, like, man, that was really good. This one was good. It was decently taste. Um, like I said, very surprising. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's about enough to yeah. be said about it. Yeah, yeah no, I'm going to give it 4.5 as well. Uh yeah, I, I I reflect your comments about it. 
having having uh, slight allusions to a porter, um, I I get a bit of the funkiness of a saison in there. Yeah. Um, but I I like how well balanced it is with, um, just kind of that that dark sweet flavor. Yeah. In there too, I, I really enjoy that. Uh, it kind of took me off balance at first because I, I wasn't expecting that combination. Uh, but I really like it. So, yeah, 4.5. If you can find it, grab it. Rang it up. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let's just say, for the sake of argument, that Rock Pit Brewing, um, these three that uh, Obi grabbed, very good. Yeah, very solid. Very solid choices. You really can't go wrong, I think, if you visited the uh, brewery. The, the, you, you'd be hard pressed to find a bad beer. Yeah, it seems like uh, out of these three, I kind of randomly pick them. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I'd, I'd never been obviously, and I couldn't sample anything, so it's kind of went with my gut. Yeah, and uh, yeah, well, all it pretty served solid. us right. Amen, sister. That's right. You think we got it? I think we got it. All right. Well, let it linger for a second. I'll throw it in the air. Whoop. This has been the One Parent Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Like, share, and subscribe everywhere the podcasts are listened to. And have a beautiful evening. We love you. Yeah.